do that i think it's copyrighted oh, no it's not like we're like a top like 10 podcast no one's gonna find out you know <laughs> yeah thanks a lot you guys <laughs> it's, all, it's all your fault it's all your fault oh my god hello everyone welcome back to this week's end of summer yeah end of pandemic unemployment assistance we're all poor again hello it ended you didn't vote Fuck you. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) How are you, Sierra? I'm okay, but it's an appropriate time to be talking about what we're going to talk about today. Maybe you're feeling some end of quarantine anxiety. And yes. Yeah. So well, the quarantine's not over. Well, the money, the money's over. The money's over. over. So maybe you're (laughs) anxious on all levels. But before we get into that, this is Holistish, the holistic health podcast where we talk about holistic health, wellness, and beauty with healthy dose of skepticism. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jenna. Yes, and thank you to one of our listeners who suggested we talk about um, holistic or holistish ways to reduce anxiety. But I kind of interpreted it as like, holistic ways to reduce anxiety without medication yeah well isn't that what holisticness is yeah i guess you're right i know that what if that was the whole episode it was 30 seconds take it was just a clip from roni season four of ramona shouting take a xanax take a xanax (laughs) calm down fabulous okay well Without further ado, we just decided to go through some of our favorite um, holistic ways to reduce anxiety. And these are things that I think both of us actually use. Like, you know, we could sit here and give a list of like all these like random things, but that is not as helpful, you know? Yes. And keep in mind, we're not uh, therapists. Yeah. We're people and we have emotions. Sierra's a doctor. I'm an educator. You know? Yeah. We, we have our ways, so I just but also want everyone I think, to know. <laughs> yeah, and I think anxiety is so personal to everyone, you know, exactly. like everyone experiences anxiety differently. What people consider anxiety is different, and symptoms of anxiety are different for everyone, so that's something to keep in mind, too. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, if you're looking for some holistic ways to relieve anxiety or maybe just be more mindful, mm-hmm. keep listening. Yeah, and I think that we, Sierra and I, throughout this holistic journey, have talked about things that help us de-stress. Yeah. But I think it's important to talk about it all the time because life be stressful, especially right now. We are in, like, another, like, this is our, what did we say the other day day we were talking? This is, like, our Great Depression. Yeah. This is, like, a big generational event for us. Yeah. As humans. So, yeah. it's important to to address your feelings and understand that it's okay to feel sad. Because I do, like, half exactly. the time. <laughs> exactly. 
So let's talk about some things that help reduce our anxiety on the fly yes. or maybe with a little prep, but just on a day-to-day basis, weekly, you know, I'm starting a job up, Ciara's mm-hmm. up in that field again, we are, we are in it, we're in it, even though quarantine is also yeah. up in it, the exactly. pandemic is still, <sighs> we are trapped in the U.S. Do you understand that you can't go anywhere? <laughs> Woo-hoo! You can't even go to some states, depending on what state you're in. I, I know. I saw a, a tweet or something that was like, I don't think Americans understand that they can't leave the U.S. if they wanted to. And I, I was know. Like, no one wants <laughs> us. <laughs> hmm. How the turntables. How does that quote go? Just That's that. The end of That's the end of the quote. How the I did it. turntables. Don't worry, you guys. I'm slowly becoming an aficionado. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. I'm a little hyper. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Okay. So I'll start with one of mine. So I think it's important to wait, we should also say go to therapy. Oh my god. Actually seek mental help if you're really struggling with anxiety, you know? Yes, look, if you are blessed by Black Jesus to have insurance, look into Mm -hmm. it. You might have stuff that you don't know about talk space is super good and and mm-hmm. some there a lot of therapists and licensed clinical social workers have sliding scales do the research it is worth it your yeah. mental health is priceless i know that money is tight but an investment in yourself baby i know i'm preaching to the choir but still yes go to therapy number one yes <laughs> Okay, now I think it's important to point out that, like, my symptoms of anxiety are a lot of the times, like, racing thoughts and mostly insomnia. I feel like that's how my anxiety manifests. Mm. So, my number one holistic um, anxiety reduction tip is if you're really having, like, you know how you feel, like, anxiety coming on? Maybe you have a difficult week. Maybe you're particularly stressed one day, and you know, like, that stress is just going to keep coming. Mm-hmm. I really try to not do any, like, caffeine or alcohol if I'm in a particularly stressful time because I know that will just, like, mess with my sleep, which will in turn make me more anxious at the end of the day and, like, just, like, promote my insomnia issues. Okay, so for example... Like, we know that if you consume caffeine, it really, like, revs your heart rate, and it could kind of, like, perpetuate anxiety. And, again, if you're, like, drinking a lot of caffeine, that could cause you to lose sleep. So, for me, that's, like, a Mm no-no. And then I think a lot of people turn to alcohol in a time where you're, like, particularly anxious. But although alcohol can calm you down in the moment... Um, obviously it could lead to like dependence and then, you know, every time you have anxiety, you're taking a drink. But at the same time, a lot of people, when they drink, when they're anxious, they think, you know, like, oh, I'm going to sleep so well. Like I have a little anxiety. Let me take a drink. But in actuality, you get worse sleep and it kind of messes Mm -hmm. with your sleep cycles. So if insomnia is an issue for you and anxiety, I just say no caffeine or no alcohol until you kind of sorted out because nothing's worse than just kind of like revving yourself up using alcohol to like go to sleep I just think it's a good idea to just flush all that out if that makes sense absolutely so hard it is hard and so uh the turn of the coin for me I'm a little bit different than Sierra uh I think my level 10 anxiety is gonna be insomnia uh Mm -hmm. but that 
at that point, if I can't sleep, it's going to, I'm going to be in absolute fits of anxiety. I think my, my more day-to-day anxiety or weekly anxiety looks like, um, physical, like, manifestations such as tight chest, maybe I feel jittery, um, racing thoughts, Mm -hmm. uh, thirsty, weirdly, I don't know, um, it's, I don't have diabetes, don't worry, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, and just, like, feeling ill, kind of, you know, just, like, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yeah, I relate to that, yeah, yeah. But so, but what I'm saying is, I'm the type of person that can sleep on a bus across the country. So, okay. insomnia is going to be my very last thing. So I'm just saying this okay. for our listeners who maybe don't relate to that as much. Yeah, I'm yeah. your brand of anxiety, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about the first thing that I really like to do if I'm having a stressful day, is I have some tea. Yes. Tea. I didn't always drink tea as much as I did. And I didn't always drink real loose tea. Mm -hmm. I used to drink bags of tea and it was fine. But then when I discovered loose tea and actual tea brewing and supporting local tea business, Mm -hmm. my stress started to release. And I know I've talked about tea before in other episodes. But some teas that I really like to have when I'm stressed out would be some jasmine pearls. Okay. okay. They're really aromatic and flavorful. They're really pretty and they can bloom if you look Ooh. at them when you put the boiling water in and they're steeping and they get all like petally and whatnot. Um, classic green tea always. If you're trying to steer away from caffeine, these are a good option for that because they're a little lower. They still have it, but That's I true. do love a classic Earl Grey, which is caffeine but, ooh, that stuff is good. Okay, Annie introduced me to Lapsang Sushong, which is a... I thought you were saying Lapsang Sushong. Nope, it's not. It's a... So Lapsang Sushong is a smoked black tea, and it tastes like a campfire on a summer evening, which is really good, and it smells really, really nice. So she introduced me to that. We just steeped our last little bit. Unfortunately, we'll have to get some more. But it's really good. It's a black tea, so it does have the caffeine, but it's delicious. Um, also a classic, chamomile. Chamomile, however you say it. Yeah. So chamomile is my go-to, especially at night. You gotta calm down. You know the, what is it, um, what's the tea brand? It yeah. Just cal- oh, Tazo. It's, it's just like calm. It's the classic. Yeah. Chamomile. And you have some tea, right, that you want to talk about? Yes, I also use, I think we talked about it before, just the kava tea. It's kind of like another just root that promotes relaxation. But I don't think we've talked about chamomile tea before. I don't think so either. Let's do it. What, Sierra, what is chamomile? Can you tell me? Chamomile is an herb that is used for medicinal purposes. So there's like the two types of chamomile. There's the German and the English type. um, And it's been used for at least like a hundred years and it's used to um, promote relaxation it relieves stomach issues helps with inflammation um let's see again like chamomile is just um commonly used to decrease anxiety um um and in according to a small study 
Long-time chamomile use can reduce uh, moderate to severe symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder. But something I think that's important to, like, put out there is, okay, so yes, maybe, like, teas like chamomile and kava um, are known to have some type of medicinal effect to promote calmness, but the tea itself also can just have a placebo effect. And, like, kind of what you're describing, like, your ritual of drinking tea and relaxing could be just as beneficial as like the quote-unquote ingredients in the tea you know yeah absolutely yes okay so going along with I guess my brand of anxiety and insomnia um (laughs) I think I tend to get anxiety at nighttime like how you were kind of talking about like racing thoughts both of us like true crime um (laughs) if we indulge in that at nighttime that could be a bad idea Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about sleep hygiene because I found sleep hygiene when I was in like middle school and it truly changed my life. So um, sleep hygiene is just like the practice of making your sleeping environment like as unstimulating and relaxing as possible. So um, some examples of what I do to decrease my anxiety and promote better sleep is Like, I only go into my bed when I'm tired, and at night when I'm sleeping, I never watch TV or do homework or work in general or read in bed. Like, it's really about creating a separate space, like, for sleep and for work. I think that's Mm. really important because I feel like so many people are also stressed about their job, and um, if you bring your work into your home Mm -hmm. and into your bed, that's a bad idea as well. Um... I try not to use my phone in bed. Um, Obviously I do when I wake up in the morning, it's my alarm clock. Um, Another thing is if you like wake up and get really anxious during the middle of the night, like don't stay in your bed with racing thoughts, like get up, walk around your apartment, um, go to a different room, maybe do an activity in a different room and then go back to your bed when you're actually tired. Um, And then another thing that I learned uh, in, like, my counseling therapy sessions is to, if you are already feeling anxious and, you know, you're worried about something, take a note card before you go to sleep and write down everything you're worried about, like, put it in a drawer away from your bed and just, like, kind of sit with your thoughts for a second and then try to go to sleep. I don't know why, but it really works. Um, yeah, that's great. And then another thing is go to sleep at the same time every night. Like even let's say you lost sleep the night before um, because you were like anxious and you like toss and turned or whatever. The next morning, like wake up the time you normally would and go to bed the time you normally would to try and kind of like reset yourself. And I feel like that um, prevents you from getting into, like, a vicious cycle of just having a crazy sleep schedule and making you more anxious. Yeah, exactly. Nothing makes me more stressed out than my, having an off sleep schedule. Yeah. I just said that today. (laughs) (laughs) So, another thing that I think is very important is animals. Who knew? I love it. Studies have found that playing with a dog or a cat can elevate your levels of serotonin and dopamine, which calm and relax you. We love those chemicals. They're great for the brain. Woo! Um, apparently, pet owners have lower triglyceride and cholesterol levels than those without pets. Um, heart attack patients with pets survive longer than those without, which is very interesting. Um, 
so the important part about my little animal spiel is that while people with pets uh, often experience the greatest health benefits, pets, they don't have to necessarily be a dog or a cat. Even watching like a little fish yeah. in an aquarium can reduce muscle tension and lower your pulse. So pets are just mm-hmm. a gift to the world. I even tell people that can't have pets, whether you're allergic or your apartment doesn't let you, go on the TikTok and look up some pugs. Yeah. Because they're cute. They're going to give you some happiness. Yeah. I don't know. I'm serious. Like, I think looking at videos of cute animals, like, really helps. Yeah. I know it sounds so silly and childish, but it works. <laughs> have you noticed, like, what... Have you noticed a change in your mental health before getting a pet? Oh my God, yes. We should talk about this for a little. Yeah. (laughs) So I had like a very traumatic life event before I got my little kitty Phoebe. So obviously like I was, I had wanted a cat because I grew up with a cat and I just wanted one like at the end of undergrad. And it got to the point where I was like, woke up on a Saturday and I was like I have to go get a cat because I cannot live in this apartment by myself any longer because I'm freaking the Mm -hmm. beep out you know um so I went and got little Phoebe and she was a terror but (laughs) because she was a kitten but she's amazing and she's so sweet and her little purrs make me happy every single day like she's the best thing I ever did for myself and now I live with a sweet doggy and he is very cute and loving and gives me kisses and just brings joy to the whole household. Like, seriously, there's a different mood when there's little animals around. Oh, yeah. And I know you you can feel that way. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, like, I feel like before I got my dog, I, my mental health was, like, total <laughs> trash. Like, just terrible. And now it's, like, so disturbing. Like, I never saw myself as a maternal person. But, like, when you have a pet, like, they're just so pure mm-hmm. and innocent that, like, you look forward to coming home to them. You know, they're going to be excited to see you. Um, like, just hugging and cuddling a pet. It's, like, some weird form of bonding. Like, they get something out of it. You get something out of it. And then a lot of the times if you have a pet, whether it be, like, a dog or cat or whatever, like, a lot of the times I feel like you might be exercising oh, sure. more. Like, you play with your cat, you walk your dog. So, something about that probably, like, releases endorphins oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. You're more active. You have to walk your dog. Even yeah. just, like, chasing your cat or your dog around the house to play with them is raising your heart rate, even yeah. just for, like, five to ten minutes. You you just, yeah. And I feel like... I feel like you have to, like, take better care of yourself so you can take better care of your pet Oh, for as sure. Well. And our generation is all about that. You know? Like, having a pet is I know. gives you the same joys as having a child without all the angst and meanness and money for college. And <laughs> When a toddler comes near Chowder, I'm like, get away from my dog. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me or my daughter again. <laughs> Basically. But it's I don't know. It's such a thing. I wish I would have gotten a dog sooner. I bet my blood pressure is like tenfold. Yeah, there's lower all these studies about how stroking a dog or a cat or like an other animal, maybe not mm-hmm. a fish. I don't know. Uh, it can lower your blood <laughs> pressure and help you like just instantly calm down and be less stressed. And it's true because I yeah. wear an Apple Watch every day, and that thing is going off about my heart rate being too high. But it never goes off when I have oh my a little kid in my lap. <laughs> Oh my god. Love it. She's scritching. Oh, speak of the devil. Phoebe's scritching at the door. Phoebe! She heard me. 
She's like, hello, hear? bitch. <gasps> I hear her. She said, hello, bitch. <laughs> Love it. Phoebe, she won't meow again. Kittens! Hello! Every cat is a kitten, and every dog is a puppy. I know, we had like a 11-year-old dog over the other day, and I was like, are you a puppy? Yes! He's like, yeah! All cats are kittens. Well, anyway, go look at a video of a dog or a kitty. Or a horsey! Okay, so... Horses scare the shit <laughs> You're out of me. You're scared of horses. Okay, that's another episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, horse meat. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, my next, I guess, holistic anxiety remedy is aromatherapy, specifically talking about the scent mm-hmm. lavender. So, lavender can be in an essential oil form, candle spray, whatever. Um, I found... I guess lavender essential oils probably or like it was like a spray back in the day essential oils weren't really thing a thing when i was in middle school but it started with me using um lavender like pillow spray along with my sleep hygiene when i was really anxious when i was younger but now i feel like lavender essential oil is more popular um so i found this little tidbit from an article Um, and it says that several studies show that using lavender oil for aromatherapy can improve sleep quality, including, um, helping people with issues such as anxiety, depression, and insomnia. Um, it also can increase time spent in deep, slow-wave sleep. Um, people even have been said to take oral lavender, which lowers anxiety, um, and this little tiny tidbit study said that it was kind of similar to the effects of Ativan, which is crazy. Okay, so lavender aromatherapy has also been shown to reduce the physical and emotional signs of stress. It can lower blood pressure, heart rate, and increase feelings of relaxation and calmness. Um, So I think, like, the scent itself, lavender, is so, like, calming. I know a lot of people have it in, like, rollerballs, and if they feel, like, anxious, they'll, like, you know, you can roll it on your temples, roll it on your wrist, do whatever you need. But I think it's, like, a great thing to pair, like, if you're doing some type of, like, um, deep breathing or relaxation exercise. It just, like, adds, like, another element to kind of your own, what we call this, like, coping strategy with anxiety. It's just another thing to be, like, mindful of. And it seems to have, like, some additional effects to reduce anxiety. I like candles. I prefer candles over the essential oil. But I love candles. Also, I have this thing where I feel like those of us who in middle school went to Bath and Body Works and bought all the pillow sprays and like calming things yeah. now I have crippling anxiety. <laughs> That's literally what I one hundred percent. It's a sign when a thirteen year old needs lavender pillow yes. spray. We what was that t- it's like my <laughs> yeah, body different. I the whole calm collection at like 13 from bath and mm-hmm. body works it should have been a sign <laughs> uh yeah i could have told you that 100 percent. well so moving on from the middle school needs therapy um <laughs> yeah. something that's really important to me and keeping my mental health happy and healthy uh for lack of a better word is like mm-hmm feng shui 
I think that I, I really perform in my life better and happier and more healthy when the surfaces in my house are clean and clear of clutter and everything mm-hmm. has its place. I, I'm just really meticulous about that. I, I feel so much better when my desk is organized, when there's not old cups and stuff hanging around. I like to put on a humidifier, you know, light a candle and make sure that all my shit is in order. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Now, with feng shui, it's, uh, we all know from watching HGTV <laughs> and, um, what's her name? Uh, shoot. Ta- what's her name? Kim. Maria Kondo. Oh, Marie yeah. Kondo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marie Kondo and, and, and loving the, your items that you're holding in your hand. Sparking, Sparking joy. joy. Um, but that's a different thing. That's about clothes. But I think it all goes together. Okay, so feng shui uh, is like a traditional practice originating from ancient China, and it claims to use energy forces to harmonize individuals with their surrounding environment. Oh. It literally translates to wind water, Ooh. which I don't know. Uh, but that's a cultural shorthand taken from the passage of the now lost book, The Book of Burial, which is recorded in Gopu's commentary. I don't know what that is, but I'm giving you fresh facts from Wikipedia. <laughs> but, okay, so you can do all your research on feng shui. It's fine. I don't have to call it feng shui. I just call it keeping my surfaces mm-hmm. clean. Um, one thing that's important about feng shui that I do follow is, um, your bed should be the focal point of your bedroom when you walk in. Okay. It shouldn't be on some weird wall. It shouldn't be under a window. Yeah. Um, these are things that I go by. I mean, if it's sub, it used to be subconscious, but now I know about it because I read a little bit. Also, another important thing, uh, that is very unattainable in a big city or if you live in a small space is having a clear empty under your bed not gonna happen yeah that's not gonna happen we need our under bed storage a lot of people have like those Mm -hmm. bed risers just to put things under there and i understand that listen i would love to live in a world where my under bed is has nothing under it so that the positive energy flows under me while I'm sleeping but that's not realistic and I have learned to let go of that um so that's the only thing I would say like I don't lose sleep about having boxes and stuff under my bed wait that would give me more anxiety having it clear than a fucking killer could just sit under there but that's and that's that on anxiety everyone (laughs) something that should be beautiful and calming is now a source of fear you can't when you can't when you can't when you can't when okay but here's a side note real question yeah. for you um do you subscribe to that fear of like putting one of your feet outside yes. of the cover <laughs> i will stay in my sheets sweaty and not put a foot out yeah, i just don't care i'm like come no me. terrifying also i like heard this story when I was a kid that someone was like going upstairs like on their porch and someone like slit their Achilles like as they were like going up or down the stairs and I was so scared to go up or down my porch stairs yay listen do you do you understand how much like if I had a dollar for every time I've 
leapt yep. into my car for fear that there's someone under yep. there that's gonna slice my Achilles. Yep. And that's really that on anxiety. Okay, <laughs> moving on. What's your next? So now that I'm stressed, Woo! help me. Help me. Okay, so this is something that I like to do for anxiety, like, in the moment. Um, also, I like it because you can kind of do it anywhere and you don't look like a weirdo. So that is deep breathing exercises. I feel like we've talked about this several times before. Um, even when we were interviewing the holistic health coach, Carrie, she was talking about box breathing where you kind of like do this formal kind of breathing practice um but basically the gist of it is like breathing helps you concentrate and like if you are having like a really bad anxiety attack and you really focus on your breathing and you make an effort to make it slow and deep it aids you in like you kind of are focusing on your breathing more than the distracting thoughts and and sensations you might be feeling um and again i feel like if you have anxiety you might have the tendency to hold your breath and that just makes you more like tense and stressed so this is something great to do okay so Mm -hmm. first like if you are just doing this at home find a quiet comfortable place you can sit or lay down take a normal breath and then what i like to do is like kind of go deeper and slower and just be really mindful um in through your nose out through your mouth it's kind of like a yoga breath like you're trying to fill up the whole like area of your lungs and you really want to go like make that nice wide rib cage if you will um just like really get all your breath in and out and then if you are not at home i just think like it's so easy just to take a second and just become really mindful of what's around you i know some people like to put their hands like on a wall or like rest their hands to your side like just like touch something tangible that's like not going to move and then you could do this breath practice but yeah i feel like that's the first step just like deep breathing you can get fancy with it you could use the calm app you could do guided imagery i really like um what is it called i really like progressive muscle relaxation um again just like taking a minute to really get your breath nice and deep it'll slow your heart rate and it'll decrease your anxiety yeah so do you want to just like talk about your last box and like wrap it up yeah yeah so another thing that i think is really important to remember especially going back to work even if you're working from home or whatever is to drink enough water 99 problems but hydration ain't one that's true. What I mean yeah. is a lot of the things that are happening in my body personally can be cured by drinking water. I'm not <laughs> kidding. It is so silly. Like, just take one day and record how much water you drink and not not like a flavor, not a soda, not a coffee, nothing that has yeah. water in it, but just straight up water. You can have seltzer water. I'll let you do that. But just take one day and record how much water you drink, how many ounces. You would be shocked to know that some days it's zero. It's like two. Yeah. It's Since I started tracking my water intake, I realized that I need to 
be on it with the water. And when I'm drinking at least, yeah. and this is the minimum, 60 ounces of water, which is not even that much. If I'm drinking that every day, I feel so much better. And my anxiety is a lot more managed. Things are flushing through my body. I'm peeing a lot and it's clear and I feel great. <laughs> so I think that's, that that's a And also I thing. feel like feeling thirsty kind of gives you oh for sure when you're like like your lizard brain (laughs) like parched (laughs) maybe i just think of that that Nicki minaj song (laughs) 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 yes exactly you know what we're talking about oh my god okay so my last one is like just pretty easy if you're someone who has anxiety and like doing an activity will help you out like you feel like jittery or the need to move I suggest adult coloring books. Get you some adult coloring books. Get you some pencils, some colored pencils. And just, if you, like, are having anxiety, just sit down, open up the coloring book, color inside the lines, color outside the lines, do whatever you want. Sometimes doing something a little mindless, but kind of structured at the same time is really great for anxiety. Oh, for sure. I totally agree with that. But But that's about it for me. Yeah, me too. And these are just quick easy things that you can do uh like if you're having a maybe a panic attack or something that is something I used to have quite frequently until I went to therapy and got talking to a psychiatrist um anyway what I used to do in emergencies was take a nice steamy shower lather up the the smelling soap really just sit there and be present and inhale the steam that's such a thing that's like my 911 for anxiety if possible if I'm on a smelly subway I don't know what to tell you because I've already convinced myself that water is going to come in and kill us all so (laughs) woo um but yeah these are just ways that we thought uh or these are ways that we like to help ourselves that we thought you guys might want some tips on it's pretty easy stuff but you know everyone can't know everything so (laughs) exactly Go to therapy. Seriously, Um, You should honor yourself today by following us on Instagram at Holistish and also looking at animals online like horses and pugs and goats and chickens and kitty cats. And uh, yeah. So um, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for going on this journey with us. Welcome to August, the hottest month of the year. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yep. We're going to kill it. All right, goodbye.